good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Danny Leung uh, from Strategist. I'm the uh, senior, man senior manager of the application and solution enablement. I'm so glad today to share you some of the uh, latest stories and also some of the tips on our strongest FDM materials. So by the end of today, I would like to give you a brief understanding about our material properties of the 9 on 12 CF and some of the printing tips, as well as the latest news story in order to let you have a better understanding about how to choose the right materials on our FDM and what is the uh, hidden scenes you have to be aware in order to choose the, the right uh, platform or the systems uh, in the market. And this is the content for today. We'll, I will have a short introduction about strategies and then we will move on to the uh, 9 on 12 CF material properties. And then we'll share you some application scenario and your story. Last but not the least is about the software. And we create, we have some advancement features on our software in order to provide our user better quality of 912 CF part. So who we are, a little bit background about strategists. We are the people who invent in the industry. And basically we are already in 3D printing industry for more than 30 years. And we invent a lot technologies, materials, and also software, as well as application in order to close the gap of our customer in the market to help them create more innovative products and also to create a better tools to support their shop for applications. As I said before, we have 30 years and we keep innovating, we keep inventing, and we have more than 140,000 installations over the world. And we have a wide uh, reseller network to provide service and the support to our customer in every corner of the world. So a lot of patents we, uh, we owned, and there are two major technology we invent and we own the patent is the FDM and Polyjet. And people always questioning why I have to choose strategies for 3D printing. There's one reason because our experience means we understanding every customer's need and we are willing to help the customer to resolve some of the challenge they are facing, but they cannot find a solution right now. So we invent the technology and we develop the material in order to provide a better solution to our customers. And the experience means we really understanding the limitation of the current situation of 3D printing, we keep improving our technology to provide a better repeatability, better uh, predictability of our part in order to help the customers get part in one goal, but not a multiple goals. So back to our technology, we have two patent technology. The first one is FDM technology and uh, the full name of FDM is a field depositioned uh, 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 technology. So uh, uh, it uses a thermal plastic material which provide our customer a high durability and accurate part for all the functional uh, phototyping, manufacturing tools, jigs and fixture and end use part. It starting from ABS as the most fundamental material and can go up to the PC, PC ABS, Autumn 912 CF, or even our latest material called uh, Antero, which is the pack based uh, thermal plastic. 
So it's good fit for those production line and also the high performance Jackson picture uh, applications. And another patent of the another technology we patent is the polyjet technology. And this technology is designed for designers by using a liquid-based resin jetting out through our print head to cure under the UV light. In with this methodology, the technology can create a colorful multi-material prototype for our customer to review their model with the color, material, and texture in a very early stage. So the customer can create a widest variety of the material combination, including color, transparent, flexible, in order to create their design hyper-realistic design uh, prototype to review it and to get the best product outlook to the market, as well as the performance. So now we can move on to the, uh, the, the main uh, theme for today, which is the strongest FDA material 9-on-12-CF. Uh, so a little bit background about Shetters' 9-on-12-CF. First of all, this material is a carbon fiber field thermoplastic. And it's a very lightweight material. And that's why it's good fit for those tooling require lightweight. And also it's the first FDM composite material uh, from Shetters. We add chopped carbon fiber material into the 912-based uh, thermoplastic. And 35% in terms of the weight are chopped carbon fiber reinforcement. So as being said, inside the, inside the filaments, there are around 35% of the carbon fiber used to reinforce the strength and the material of property of the 912CF at 912 in order to get it lighter in weight and more strength and as well as uh, uh, another uh, specific uh, uh, material properties like uh, the, 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 the thermal and lighter electrical uh, conductivity. Sorry. And so because we add the 912, we, we add the carbon fiber uh, chopped uh, uh, elements into the 912, it creates a very outstanding facial strength and also stick to weight ratio. In, not just about that, it has a really, really good electrical conductivity and RF uh, energy anti-ionization property, which opened up a new application arena for our customer to use. Here is a cross-section of the 912CF materials. As what you see, those rough-shaped uh, rough element is the carbon fiber. And as what you recognize from this picture, the portion of the carbon fiber in the 912CF filament is in high portion of weight. As being said, we add a lot of carbon fiber in here so as to create a high isotropic strength of our materials. So you will not get uh, any weakened point and an isotropic material property on our building part of the 912CF. So there is some report in the market to analysis our material property comparing to the other uh, alternative in the market. But adding the 912 chopped carbon fiber and to blend it and mix together with our 912 material will create up to 90% of isotropic, no matter it's on XZ or XY. So it 
any customer request a high isotropic port, then the FDM 912 CF from Shatterstock could be a good choice to consider. Because of the this unique property, including the high strength, high stiffness to to weight ratio, it allows any part printed by 912 CF can use for functional tests of phototypes, and also can use to replace some of the metal component in functional phototypes, tooling application, and production part. Later on, I will share some case story and uh, to identify how this part changing the life, changing the working experience of our customer to managing and handling these three applications. Another very important uh, update here is the solver support is really, really important to uh, customer experience. Why? Because without a soluble support means customers to spending more time, more labor intensive to remove the support manually. And there's a chance to break the model if there's any uh, accidental mistake happened. So the soluble support is really, really essential if my part is high complexity and I care my workers' time, and I want a high-quality model. And the soluble support now is available on 912CF. As being said, no matter how complex of the geometry or how many cavity of your part include, with the soluble support, it will give you a no-hands-on removal process to reducing the cost and simplifying the process. Here is a short video about our soluble support. What you have to do is just putting the part into a, a water um, water solution within few hours, and then the support will be completely automatically dissolved, and that you can get the part ready for use. For the top applications, there are a few uh, key applications 912 CF could be best fit for. First of all, it's about the assembly. Anything you need to assemble and you need a JX or a fixture to help you to guide the assembly process. That you can print the part with the 912 CF. The reason is the lightweight will create a better economic feeling for the worker to increase the working ex uh, efficiency on the assembly line, transportation tools, uh, the production part, and also some automation. And those require lightweight, high rigidity, uh, high tear resistance and high wear resistant, and these are the part of good fit for uh, 912CF. Before I move on to the use case, I want to give a little bit uh, extended information about how to choose the right 912CF and, and why, we need to talk, why we need to talk about that, because um, uh, by understanding the hardware, the printing mechanism, and also by understanding the material property, it will help us to choose uh the, the 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 right platform and right solution to fit our purpose so first of all when we are talking about those checks and fixture assembly tools and also a production part traditionally you can always consider to use a machining methodology to produce those parts but now nowadays there there is another alternative which called additive manufacturing you can always choose in between machining or 3d printing and there's upside and downside between two technology. There's no conflict in between that. 
really depends on what kind of geometry, what is the restriction, what is the material property you are looking for. So, but we have to note, there's always upside and downside for machining. For the, for the downside of the machining is, you need to design for the uh, machining process and you need to involve tools. And the tools sometimes is quite costly. And you have to understanding uh, the programming to program the machining uh, pathology. But for additive manufacturing, the upside is uh, you can produce the part on demand. And it's easy to use. You don't need to learn about the programming. There's no tools. So basically, you can save a lot of amount of money or the cost for making tools. And the accuracy is relatively good uh, to fit the purpose. But of course, there's a downside for additive manufacturing. Uh, first of all, uh, it's currently it's limited to, to plastic and uh, it needs a different uh, way to think for the design. But overall, there's no any uh, competition or conflict between machining and additive manufacturing based on my personal experience. It really depends on what's the volume of the part you need to produce and what's the material property you can accept. And also, what is the purpose? You want to be get beneficial from additive manufacturing. So there's no conflicts, depends on the case. And once we decide we have to use additive manufacturing, we need to think about, uh, we need to think about two, uh, from two perspectives. What is the uh, repeatability? And another one is the predictability. Because I don't want, uh, we, we heard a lot of customers saying, telling us is, I have a machine. I did the manufacturing machine, but I consistently and can continuously uh, suffer from predictability and repeatability challenge. As being said, I have to print five parts in order to get one success. And that is something we don't want our customer to experience. So the repeatability and predictability is really critical uh, element for our machine and our system. There is one, one report in on 3dprint.com, uh, which is uh, conned by Top Green, is the grandfather of uh, 3D printing uh, uh, industry, uh, did an analysis on different technology and different uh, uh, systems in order to measure, to analysis their uh, coefficient of variation. And uh, here's the link for the report. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going through each of the details, but something very interesting information for your reference is when they are measuring the mechanical property and basically FDN showing the lowest coefficient of variation, which means when we need to print 100 pieces of the part, there is a lower, lowest chance on FDN has variation on the mechanical property. So as being said, if I want, uh, reliable part for 100 pieces. FDM could be a, 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 a relevant option to consider. And right now, comparing to the other technology in the market, and basically it's the most reliable uh, technology for low volume production. And that's the reason why some of the uh, uh, aerospace aircraft company is already using FDM technology for low volume production. And that's the one of the reasons. And another, another, uh, I'm not going through all of that, but uh, the, the whole report is covering its analysis, analyzing the coefficient of variation from mechanical property, from the tensile models, and also from the accuracy as well. So there are some uh, technology which can produce a really, really high precision, but it's inaccurate precision. So um, 
since I'm an engineer, so we are really uh, uh, care about the, 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 the definition of accuracy and precision. Accuracy means I can hit, I can meet the tolerance of the cat data uh, very, very uh, accurately. But the precision means, uh, it doesn't mean it's accurate. It's just telling the system can produce the part uh, consistently uh, at that specific uh, dimension. So it can be plus 0 0.1, but every part is plus 0 0.1 or 0 0.2. So it, it, it means the, the, the system is really precisely producing the part in that specific uh, dimensional accuracy. So I would recommend everyone or, or, or some uh, anyone here interested on the report to go to the website, 3D.com to look into the report. And this will help you to better understanding the precision and accuracy, particularly for those people uh, planning to use the systems to produce a low volume production or tools. And the precision accuracy coefficient of variation is all those key criteria to create you a right model uh, to use in the software. So I'm moving on to the software uh, use case. The first case I'm going to share is the is from the US uh, Utah tracks, and they actually have multiple machines from Shattersys, and they provide a customization uh, a service for those uh, trust user uh, in order to create a better uh, uh, design or better product to fit their personal need. So here I would like to start a short video and for the full video you can always uh, you can go to the, the, the YouTube link to have a have the full video access. Okay, I just cut a little bit from the full uh, version of the video. So if you have any uh, interest, feel free to go to the YouTube and have a look on to the full videos. Uh, but there are some few highlights on these cases. So first of all, um, they pro produce and manufacturing a choice cross and all those uh, custom wheelchairs. So they provide customization. And some of the challenging uh, situation they're facing, uh, they were facing before is usually for those customization, they need to produce uh, low volume from uh, 100 to less than uh, 200 pieces. And in order to produce those parts, if going through the uh, conventional tooling methodology is difficult to get, get the cost down. As Pinan said, if they cannot get the cost down, they need to shift the cost to the customer, which is not fair. And they're looking for another alternative to produce these uh, 100 pieces of the runs for the production part. And lead time is also a challenge because in order to provide uh, the best service 
for of the customization to the customer, they need always need to control the lead time within a month to make the product go to the market. So from the from the uh, from the inquiry coming to that to the design to the validation and to have the part physically installed onto the car should be within one month and no more than two months. And the lead time cost is creating pain continuously to them. Another challenge to the designer is in order to provide customization, the functionality is always the, 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 the most critical element to make sure the customization is heavily growth into this business. If they cannot make a part with good function, then which means we create a damage to the customization. So if they need to go to the tra traditional process, they need to always think about how to design for machining. And if you create a barrier for them to improve the functionality. So that's why they changed their mindset and they change, they decide to adopt 3D printing and using a 912 CF because they are not just getting the cost down, they can uh, shorten the lead time. And also right now they can more focusing on the functionality instead of the machining process. And out of the, out of the wheelchair car, over 120 print parts using 912CF from our Fortress 450. And they can have to reduce the lead time from two months to two weeks, actually. It's much going beyond and going beyond their, their current plan, which they reduce 60% of the time and saving costs uh, for eight to 10 times. So like the video you see from this page, um, they, they're trying to install the part onto their wheelchairs and they're using the hammer to lock the part and it shows the strength of our 912CF is strong enough to withstand all the harsh condition on operation in the uh, shop floor. And this is one, uh, one of the screen to showing uh, what is the beneficial uh, applications of the outer track team can get from our uh, system. They are not just using um, the 912 CF for the uh, advanced prototyping or prototyping test, but they're using it for jigs and fixture or even some of the wheelchair, they're using the 912 CF for the production. It creates a multiple uh, application uh, value to, the, to, the, to, to them and to helping them shorten their design time, improving their efficiency of the assembling and even to create a new business, a, a low cost uh, solution to meet the production requirement. So it create multiple uh, uh, business value to their organization. Another story I would like to share is uh, another very interesting case uh, from Chocolate uh, Factory. So uh, the Chocolate Factory, uh, for this case, the Chocolate Factory used our 912CF for the uh, hook-shaped uh, uh, chocolate bar wrapped uh, and effector. So when we look into their production line, we understand uh, their chocolate bar has different uh, geometry and those geometry require, uh, the variety of the geometry require different shape of any effector to ensure the chocolate bar can be uh, wrapped onto the conveyor belt uh, effectively and safely. And in the past, they are using the metal part, but however, they told us the metal part is pretty easy to wear off because, and also uh, 
uh, there's a challenging on the lead time and the replacement. Once the metapod wear off, they need to stop the production line for maybe a few weeks to replace and to repair. And all those tools have to be man handmade using the traditional methodology. And any stop of the production line, which is missed money, missed dollar. So uh, stopping the production line for a week or a few weeks is a huge amount of money and, and create a lot of pain to that. So the top priority for this case, for the chocolate factory is to ensure the packaging machine is always operational. And here, the solution, what they designed to adopt is to using uh, our nylon 12 CF material to replace the metal uh, hood-shaped uh, chocolate bar wrapper. Uh, it helps them to reduce the time because any broken of the part, they can replace it on demand immediately within a few hours. They just take 49 minutes to print the part and then can install it immediately to replace those broken parts. It saves them a huge amount of cost because they can keep the machine running, operating 24-7. And here is a video to show how this hood-shaped uh, uh, anti-factor work on their production line. So why they choose our system and the nano 12 cf First of all, our nano 12 cf because we mixed the chopped carbon fiber into the nylon-based material. So in terms of the, the, the entire wear resistance, it create it gives the chocolate factory a good isotropic strength all around the part, at 360. So they don't need to care about which where is the weakest point and is there any wear resistance uh, 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 variation along X, Y, or X, Z. So overall, they can get an isotropic, uh, high isotropic material strength from the uh, from our nano 12 CF. And another one is the repeatability and predictability because our CF 380MC they have we patent the heat chamber and the heat chamber is helping the customer to produce a high reliable part continuously. So which means they don't need to worry about the predictability and they can ensure the part from the tray one and the part from the tray hundred is the same in terms of the mechanical strength and also the dimensional accuracy. So the, the last case I'm going to share today is the BMW Mini uh, or the BMW team. And right now the BMW team in China is already adopting uh, FDM technology for some of the assembling uh, tools. And one of the typical example is the uh, sunroof fixture. They need the sunroof fixture to help the worker to assemble the, the, the glasses precisely onto the roof of the car. And the picture showing now here is the traditional uh, sunroof fixture is manufacturing by aluminum steel and, and diorite. And the cost is around 6,000 US dollars and the lead time is two, two months. And the paint, the key paint to them is first of all, the weight. The weight require more than a single operator to handle. So, which means every operation they need to need to have uh, two or three operators to lift these tools and to fit into the right place onto the vehicle roof for the assembling. And the, and and also the part is made by uh, metal and it creates scratch, easily to create scratch onto the vehicle body, which is a really risky process. 
on their assembling uh, uh, line. And what we are doing right now, or what they are doing right now, is they're using the 912CF together with the ASA material to create a whole uh, sunroof assembly. It reduced the weight for 75%, which means a single worker can be uh, can be uh, can be already uh, able to managing the whole process. And the plastic has lower chance to uh, scratch the, the the weaker body, and also by there's a lot of freedom to uh, create a better performance and lightweight or even more ergonomic shape to improve the working experience of the worker uh, along the uh, production line. So last but not the least is the software. I will go through this uh, very quickly. But the software is changing the experience of our user and it's playing a really essential part. And in 2019, we launched the GregCap Print Advanced FDM function. And if we look into the traditional uh, 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 data, data, data preparation for the printing process, what you can see from the screen is those triangle-shaped FTL. But right now, the GregCat software is allow the user to see the face, the circle, and all the features. But not, it's not just about seeing the face and the circle. It's allow the user to choose those face or the body or even the circle to identify what is the printing parameter uh, you want to uh, deploy during the, the printing process. I will give you, give you an example here. Assuming I want to strengthen the corner area with the green mark here. And what I have to do is to choose the face and then I can control the surface thickness to, 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 to tell the printer how thick I want to I want to uh, put the contour in, you know, to strengthen that specific area. So as what you see here, if I want to further strengthen the corner area, I just need to uh, choose uh, the thickness to be a higher value. And then the system will automatically create a more contour on that specific area to enhance the strength and enhance the mechanical properties. So make it simple or make it short. I can have a single part with different printing parameter on a single part. For the corner of on the, or, or even on the bar here, I can further enhance the strength by adding multiple uh, contour on it. And on top of that, I want the inner area to be lightweight because I, there's not much strength. It's going to be uh, loaded here. I can assign another, uh, a higher spot structure inside the part. And if I need to do the threading, I can apply multiple contour on the threading area in order to make sure the threading would not be, uh, the spot structure would not be affected by the threading. And all this uh, process now can be easily managed by the GregCap print. And the user just need to identify the surface body or particular area or the CAD data and then define what do you want? You want a strain, you want a light, or you want it for the functionality, and one click the button, and the system will automatically create those features for you. So it's easier to use and providing add value to, the, uh, to our user experience. So just a quick recap about uh, what we have been covering today. And first of all, it's about the material property of 912CF. It's 35% chopped carbon fiber. Uh, reinforcement in just weight has been added into our 912. So it creates a great isotropic strain. Whatever is 
XY or XZ. Is flexible strength, outstanding flexural strength, stiffness to weight ratio create a unique application uh, scenario onto this material? By combining our hardware or the printing parameter control, it helps us to create, help the user to produce a repeatable and predictable part on the 9012CF. And not just about the repeatability and predictability, the soluble support now is available on our 9012CF, which means allow our user to create a higher complexity of design to improve the functionality. And last but not the least, the GradCast software enable our user to optimize the performance of the print part and in order to get the best part from our systems. So that's the quick uh, 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 webinar about our 9012CF. And we can move on to the, to the Q&A question. But any, any specific question or if you want to uh, ask for more uh, uh, technical expertise advice, you can always uh, send your inquiry to uh, this uh, email address, marketing.anisatstratus.com. We have our application expertise and also the, uh, 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 and also the business related uh, 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 manager to uh, responding to you and help you to, uh, to find the right uh, value uh, proposition of the nanotel CF onto your organization. So Alice, maybe we can move to the uh, Q&A session. Sure. So um, there have there um, so for our audience on the call, if you have any question, please um, feel free to type in the uh, in the in the question tab, and we'll be able to answer it. So um, I guess the first question, um, Stanley, for you is um, is this material carbon fiber or carbon filled, or is a carbon fiber reinforced nylon? Like oh, and is it available in pallet form? Uh, so right. At, so back to your question. The first, uh, your first, your first question is about uh, uh, whether our material nylon twelve CF is uh, is is blend and mixed together uh, into the filament form. Yes, it's blend and mixed inside the filament. So it's basically it's a composite material. It's already a composite filament. Uh, when you get the the filament uh, out from uh, shutters. And right now, we only offer the filament, but not the uh, uh, in another kind of the uh, the, the form. So, uh, so we only offer the filament nine and twelve CF for three D printing. Okay. Um. And the next question, um, I think um there there are question around the um tooling or um the feature on Insight or GrabCut that you showed just now, um, is, are those features only on GrabCut print or is it on um, Insight as well? Oh, that's a good, good question. So basically the Insight software is the, uh, uh, is, is, uh, is, so first of all, there are two uh, software available on our three uh, eighty uh, MC or or any 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 machine able to use the uh, the nine hundred twelve CF. There's an uh, Insight and the Gregor Print, and basically Insight can create all these functions because it create it, it doesn't have any barrier or it doesn't set any uh, uh, constraint to the user to define their custom uh, uh, tool path. And the Gregor Print is another uh, easier way to get those uh, feature 
onto the part. So a spinning set inside can can customize whatever you want. And the Greca print is another methodology for the user to customize the building parameter uh, for their printing. Uh, for the for the user already using or planning to use 380MC or 450MC or 900MC, they have option to choose between Greca print and inside. So there's no conflict at all. They can use inside to prepare the two path. They can also Greca print to use their two path. And the, the valuable position of the Greca print is to provide an easier methodology for the user to identify, to customize their two path. So we create a more tools to help whatever advanced user or the uh, or the beginner to 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 uh, to taste the best of the FDM technology. So that's the intention why we uh, invent the Gregory and I think this function onto the Gregory. But the insight is absolutely a very powerful tool for the advanced user. They can create everything at all. Um. Okay. Thanks. Um, there are more incoming questions now, Stanley. So um, I'll try to name all those. And the next question: uh, What are the main advantages of um, nylon twelve CF compared to Altum resin? Is it about the resolution, or is it about other features? Ah, uh, that's the, that again. Very very good question. Actually, I prepared another slide, but uh, because of the time restriction, I'm not going to show the slide. But a long story short, um, these are two different materials. First of all, uh, the 912 CF is a composite material, but Autumn is not a composite material. Uh, 912 CF, the key value proposition is the, the, the strength to weight uh, ratios and also the uh, stiffness. And the stiffness is much better than uh, the Autumn. However, the autumn is good for those aerospace high temperature resistance. So, and also uh, it get it has a FST certification, which is uh, a certificate to use on uh, any aircraft interior production. So the weather proposition on these two material is completely different. Of course, some of the jigs and fixture can be used can use uh, autumn to do it. But in general speaking, 912CF would be my first choice to consider if you are considering uh, to make any part for the Jackson Factory because the, the tear resistance, uh, the lightweight, and also the uh, steepness is, uh, is, is basically create a good uh, positioning to replace uh, uh, some of the metal component on the Jackson Factory. So the weather proposition of the 912CF and Autumn is completely different. Cool, thanks. Um, next question. Could you um, please comment regarding the UV stability of the 912 CF? Um, has there been any testing performed to confirm real um, working performance for production parts? Okay, so you are asking about the UV uh, uh, resistant of the 912 CF. I think the question is uh, that uh, one of the reasons asking about this question is uh, trying to uh, using this part for the outdoor uh, usage or outdoor testing under the uh, daily uh, environment. Uh, currently, um, so far, what I know is uh, uh, we are still testing on the UV uh, resistance, but we have some progress right now. Um, 
I would recommend uh, if you can uh, leave your information uh, uh, or approach us uh, offline, we can provide you more information. But uh, those information we cannot disclose at the moment uh, publicly, but we can uh, give you some expertise offline for this uh, specific question. But it's a very good question. And assuming you are asking, you are, you are aiming to use the Nano 12 CF for the outdoor usage. And that's why I uh, have concern on the UV resistance. Cool. Um, more questions about um, features of the nylon 12. <clears throat> can, can you explain um, about the length and the diameter of carbon fiber reinforcement in that material? Again, sorry. So um, <laughs> he's asking about the length and the diameter of carbon fiber. Sure, sure, we can can share. Uh, uh, maybe you can approach uh, approach uh, this uh, 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 prospect or client uh, later on. And we can share the data, and absolutely, we have the number. We have the number of the diameter of the trough fiber, and we have the uh, uh, all the essential information. And this is a very typical question from uh, from customer who care about the. Uh, the shrink and uh, particularly for those, those university, they are always asking about this. It's a good question. Um, I think it's also a carbon fiber filled material that contains roughly 30 to 35% of carbon fiber. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, 35%. Mm. Mm. Okay. In terms of the weight. Sure. Um, um, more, more. Um, more questions about um, features of nylon 12 CF. Is it flame resistant? Pardon me, sorry. Is it flame resistant? Okay, so the, the nylon 12 CF is not flame re resistant uh, at the moment. Um, uh, but there's another, uh, the, the, I, I can explain the reason because the 912, first of all, we add the chopped of carbon fiber and 912 is not the, the frame resistant material. So their fundamental uh, base material is not frame resistant. So it's relatively hard to get the frame resistance, but that's another area. Our R&D team is always uh, interested to uh, explore. Uh, but another option for the customer uh, is to consider outer material or the anterior material. So uh, the outer material 90 and the out, uh, our outer material uh, 1010 is frame resistant. And this is a good, uh, actually the best option uh, to fulfill the aircraft uh, uh, industrial standard for those frame uh, resistant toxicity and also uh, FST uh, uh, requirements. So Short answer, nano 12 CF is not uh, the frame resistant, um, but we have another good, uh, better alternative for all the frame resistant applications uh, requirement, which is outer material. Okay, thanks, Stanley. Um, um, one, one more question about a feature. Um, is it sensitive to moisture? And what's the percentage for moisture absorption? Uh, thank you for the question. I don't have a number of the uh, moisture absorption at the moment, um, but uh, but for based on my experience, all the thermal plastic is uh, uh, is uh, moisture uh, sensitive. So no matter it's ABS or PC or uh, nylon or uh, autumn, 
all this material is moisture sensitive. And that's the reason why uh, during the printing process, our systems has the uh, uh, moisture dryer during the, the process to avoid any of the moisture attack on the filament to affect the printing quality. So all the thermoplastic is moisture uh, sensitive. We don't want the moisture attached on the filament because it will affect the printing quality. And for the 912CF, uh, how uh, is it uh, worse? Is it worse than the other material? Based on our experience, no. Um, based on our experience, uh, PC may be even more worse than the 912CF, or uh, uh, 912 is even, even worse. Uh, but in general speaking, I think 912CF is not that uh, moisture sensitive. Uh, uh, and it can be used, it, uh, some of our customers actually using it in a really moisture sensitive condition, uh, such under the water, uh, and they didn't complain at, at all. So, um, so we, don't have the, we don't have the moisture uh, number at the moment, but based on my experience, all the thermoplastic is moisture sensitive, but the 912CF is acceptable uh, for, 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 the, um, for the application related to the uh, water condition. So, um, but anyway, we can, we can try. If you, if, you, if you have any specific application scenario, you really need to use the 912CF in the uh, moisture condition, we can actually provide your benchmark or we can, uh, um, provide more expertise to uh, give you a better solution and idea to uh, resolve the, uh, your, your, uh, your current question. Thanks, Stanley. Um, there are a couple of questions online about the cost and, um, and the system relevant or system that can print this material. Um, so I'll give a brief, um, um, brief explanation of those. The 912CF material can be printed on the Stratasys Fortis 450 um, and a 900 printer, as well as the Fortis 380 um, nylon, uh, carbon fiber edition. So these are the three printers that um, can run the material. As for the cost, sure. um, um, I don't have a, the price list in front of me. So um, if you're interested, um, we can certainly um, forward your, your question to our um, products and um, the local sales team for, to follow up on that because I'm I like and the price is also differs when you print it on different systems so I can I don't have a specific answer to that right now um, because of the time uh, we're, we're aware of the time so um, there are last uh, one last request from a lot of the audience asking if you can get the presentation afterwards so yes and um, we'll follow up with you um, on on an email to send out the the um, the Stanley's presentation out and with um, all the relevant documents that he has um, he has presented just now um, with all those uh, examples such as all those um, comparisons and the video links to YouTube etc. So um, Stanley, one last question before we finish up because I think that this just came through uh, four minutes ago. Sure. Um, what are the most suitable coating processes for this material? Is it powder coating, metallic spray etc.? So there are a lot of uh, coating methodology and uh, recently we are trying the uh, a coating called PU coating. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's difficult to answer in a one, one, one sentence because it depends on what is the uh, uh, operation environment and are you expecting the coating to improve the UV resistance or are you expecting the coating to improve the mechanical strain or are you just expecting the coating to 
reducing your processing and polishing time. So it's difficult to answer in one question, but uh, we have all the, uh, um, uh, uh, we have basically, we know how to do it. I think the, the best answer right now is if you can maybe, uh, if you can approach us later on and tell us what exactly uh, the condition you want to improve on our 912 CF, we are able to give you a solution. And we do have the solution. We have the, the coding methodology to improve the UV resistance. We have the coding technology to improve uh, the surface without doing the polishing. And, and we also know there's uh, some of the chemical which can, uh, can, can etching and smoothing the surface of the, uh, of the uh, FDM filament. Uh, but it's difficult to give uh, the, the most comprehensive answer in, in, in here uh, due to the time constraint. If you are able to, uh, to provide us the, 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 the contact information, maybe we can uh, get you a better picture and uh, more uh, information later on. Okay, thank you, Stanley. Um, so in, in, in respect of time, so we have to stop here, although there are still a lot more questions coming in, and we'll follow up with each and every one of you offline. Um, thank you for participating, and thank you so much for presenting, Stanley. It was a good presentation. And um, just for the, um, for, um, for the audience, our next webinar will be on May 6th, because we're aware of April. We're really at the end of March now, so we want to give everybody a bit of time before we start the next um, webinar. Our next webinar will be um, out of the well out of the manufacturing scope but more into how um, how the education um, can can apply um, the, the, the solution into either learning or uh, teaching and learning or research environments so and we are happy to have Gina Skeller who is um, US based at the New York based and she drives the global education program across the world and she'll be presenting um, on May 6th, same time. So we'll send out an invitation um, shortly after this webinar and as well as all the presentations, live deck that we, uh, Stanley has just shown us. And so now as I come to the end, we've come to the end of this presentation. Thank you so much for participating. Have a good afternoon and thank you, Stanley, again. Thank you, excellent. Thank you, have a good day, you. Bye, -bye. bye. Have a good day, bye.